All right. Hello, this is Emily Weinstein and Nora Luong from the Center for Security and Emerging Technology at Georgetown University, here to chat a little bit about um, some of the multilateral um, events and organizations that have been set up or are uh, convening sometime this week, um, including the Quad, which is supposed to have a summit, uh, uh, an upcoming summit, and um, the new Australia, US, UK um, strategic agreement as well. So we're going to briefly touch on those. So Nora, I'll, I'll pass it to you. Hi, this is this is Nora Luong. Um, I'm also, Emily and I are both uh, research analysts at Georgetown's uh, Center for Security and Emerging Technologies. And today, um, yeah, I'll, I'll jump in a little bit um, and discuss the um, emerging multilateral uh, coalitions, you know, in, in strategies in the Indo-Pacific region. Um, I think for for the AUKUS uh, announcement, it's you know it's pretty clear that the U.S. is re-energizing the alliance, especially in the Indo-Pacific region, and that emerging technology is the focus of this collaboration. Um, as you know, for AUKUS, there's an uh, emphasis on AI and quantum computing, and for the Quad, uh, which is uh, another cooperation, uh, and there's a summit coming up this late September. The focus is again um, on you know re-energizing the alliance uh, within the Indo-Pacific region, and I really want to touch upon some um, challenges um, as well as other opportunities for collaboration among the Quad countries. Um, that you know the Quad countries include the U.S., uh, Australia, India, and Japan. And um, for the opportunities, I think it's it's a really great you know great time to really think about what kind of information they could potentially share among all these four democratic countries and how they can ensure a free, open, and liberal digital order within the region. But there are also ch some challenges um, that I really want to emphasize here. You know, it's really hard to ignore that the, the China angle in this equation, and, and Beijing has viewed the Quad as a coalition aimed at pushing back against China as well. And each Quad country has a different view on the technological competition with China. And so, you know, the informal nature of this collaboration could also bring some uncertainty for how they're going to coordinate efforts, um, you know, and inform a singular voice on regional issues vis-a-vis China. Yeah, no, Nora, a quick question on that too. Yeah, no, I was, I was just going to say too, you, you point out that obviously China is kind of like the underlying issue in, in a lot of these uh new organizations that are being set up. But it, I think it's super notable that we've seen that in, in most of the announcements, at least on the US side, they haven't explicitly named China as the reason for their, their organization. You know, Obviously with the announcement of the, the new um, Australia, UK, US pact, we did see that they, they do mention, you know, this is for the Indo-Pacific region, blah, blah, blah. But again, like they're, they're, everyone is very cautious about um, kind of tiptoeing around the fact that, yes, China is the problem. China is who we're worried about here. Um, so I, I think that's a really, you know, we haven't gotten to the point where this is, you know, an all out effort, I would say it absolutely explicitly aimed at China. But I mean, the, the, the writings on the wall, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. Um, China is the underlying, you know, uh, part of the equation. But Emily, I have a question for you then. Um, mm -hmm. For such collaboration to happen and, and um, potentially, you know, there's definitely the U.S. and, and other uh, alliance and partners in the region are 
definitely trying to push China to abide by you know global norms and rules um, and standard setting as well. What, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, definitely, is you don't want to create this too bilateral, you know, or a balance of power between the two very big uh, nations. But what are what are your thoughts on? Uh, yeah, no, I mean. In all the conversations that we've had over the past few years about decoupling and a potential bifurcation of the, you know, of our global system with China on one side and the U.S. on the other, um, I, I do think obviously there there are, you know, rational reasons why this conversation has come up. You know, especially in you mentioned in standard setting, you know, with with emerging technologies like five G and now even six G, quantum computing, you name it. Um, there is a fear that whoever whatever country gets there first is going to be the one mm -hmm. who can kind of lay the playing field and set the standards for the rest of the world. And I think um, obviously the conversation with Huawei and 5G that we've that we've seen come out over the past year and a half has really started, has really gotten people worried about this. Um, I, you know, as much as it does, the, the idea of a bifurcated system does worry me. I think for the most part, and I think you, you alluded to this in the fact that, for instance, in the Quad, you have four countries that are aligned, you know, aligned in this organization, but have very different views on China, I think will help to alleviate any of that, you know, total bifurcation of, of our global system. I think all of the countries here are, are doing this for different reasons. Um, obviously, some are similar, but, you know, we, every country is kind of, you know, still looking out for themselves, too. And I, I think we'll see, you know, even if the U.S. is out front on, on some of these issues or, you know, more outspoken than the U.K. or other countries like India or Japan, I think... I think we'll see, you know, a decent balance coming out in between these. And I know we're almost out of time. <laughs> so thank you, Noor, um, and look forward to some of CSET's work on the quad uh, coming up. Thanks, Emily.